Well, good morning, little brother. It's Early Break with Zip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, big thanks to Mike Eckler for joining us. Last segment from Tennessee, the special teams coordinator and the outside linebackers coach in former Nebraska, assistant from 2008 to 2010. Good job, Jake. Grew up in Nebraska, David City and Blair. Yeah, coached for Bo, then went to Indiana, and he's been around. He bounced at North Texas. He's coached for Kirby, uh, smart at Georgia. Um, I wanted to ask him a, a, prof- more, a kind of a professional question. Um, kind of a maybe a little bit of a leading question. I wanted oh. to ask him this: How about the Crimson Tide? <laughs> I don't think he would have liked to answer that as much as you would, Mister Alabama fan, Mister Roll Tide over there. I just wanted to ask him: How you about really the Crimson, get a crimson tide? Truck? How about the Crimson Tide? He'd say, "Yeah, SEC baby." I got a little crim- crimson on that truck. Have you noticed? I got a little, just a little, you know. What would you call did you, did you it? Did you hit a pole or something? No, no, just little de- decor. Some of it's red on that oh. on that truck. Crimson, yeah, crimson. I didn't. I didn't do it though. I wanted to. He wouldn't have got it because he doesn't know I, I'm a crimson tiger. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I'm glad he doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. No one needs to know that anymore. They're getting ready. They, already, they have enough fans, you know. They don't need any more bandwagoners. I'm a bandwagoner. You are a bandwagoner. Mm-hmm. They don't need you on their bandwagon. I'm a front runner. I like, you know, I like when, when New England got good. I started Gosh, like. Stop it. Stop. I started, stop. I started liking the Patriots. I like that color scheme. I, I'm usually kind of drawn to red, white, and blue teams in general. I okay, love that fine. color scheme. I, I understand that. Yeah. I love that color scheme. Um, I like that little receiver they had that just retired. Wes Welker? Yeah, Wes Welker. No. Julian Edelman? Yeah, Edelman. They they are both the same description. They're the same receiver, basically. Kind of same guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. They tortured me for years, so I'm glad you enjoyed that. What else did you take away from the Eckler interview? Yeah, I mean, just just the emphasis of special teams. You know, it's obviously important there. Heupel is in all the meetings. We mentioned that Josh Heupel is in special teams meetings. Now, I don't know. know, We're not at practice. We don't know what Scott Frost is or isn't in. But it is what it is. I, not, they're number two in the conference in the SEC in special teams. Yeah, and Josh Heupel was in every meeting. It's a big year for Eckler. It is. I mean, it's that is critical for him. I mean, he's Mike Eckler wants to be the best special teams coach in America. That's what he sets out to do. And you know what? Having the second best special teams core in the SEC, it's that's pretty step. A, a pretty good step in that start. direction, yeah. But he's always he's always wants to be the best special teams coach in America. Well, we could have that here. That'd be nice to have something like that. We don't here. have to bring it back to here all the time. Oh, I, we do. We don't have to because bring the conversation back to here all the time. He's doing it at Tennessee. He's in the SEC. He, and that's he's doing great at it in a place here that did horrific at it, and it, cost it can happen games. here. It can happen here. It he, needs to happen here. Yeah. It, it, it's not could or can't. It needs to happen. Well, let's expand that conversation just for a second, okay? okay? That's fine. Let's make some sense. Let's say something interesting. How about that? How about, okay, at a place like Nebraska where now what we have established that they're not drawing the kind of talent that they used to. No first team All-American since 2011. 
That's Levante Davis. Amazing. Ten years. No, yeah, no first round draft pick since 2011. Okay, that was Prince Ama Kamara. No second round draft picks since 2014. Amir Abdul and mm-hmm. Randy Gregory. That's right. Okay. Now, where can you make up the difference? If I'm leading the program right now, I'm looking for ways to make up the difference. And one clear-cut way, if you're not, if you don't have talent commensurate to some of your foes, the ones that you're trying to beat, then you got to come up with edges. One edge could be special teams. You don't need Mike Eckler's special teams are not loaded with talent. They're not. They're not. They He's using a lot of walk. They have a lot of want to. Yeah. Yeah, and you coach it up well, and and what 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 does he do? He pumps energy into that, and that can become an edge for you, and that can become a consistent edge for you. Every year, we have a we we are known for strong special teams. We are going to win that side of the ball, that phase of the game, that phase of the game, and we're going to do it consistently. And then, if you can just get get one of those other phases going. Then you're then you're going to win a lot of games. You're going, you know what? You're going to finish 500 and above most of the time. This is a place that has that recognizes great special teams. They have seen it before in the past. I mean, Nebraska has had some great returners: Dewan Gross, mm-hmm. Pearsonell, oh, and a line of all, place kickers, kickers, and, kickers punters, and yeah. punters for for years. You can get those guys. That all those guys don't see. We took that for granted. Now we we took those special teams guys for granted. Mm-hmm. I think we did because mm-hmm. now we've seen. Wow, it that's not just a given. You're not given to have great kickers every no, year. We've not. been haunted by that, and it's hurt you. You've missed five straight bowl games, not all because of that, but that's certainly a big part of it. Yeah, think about think about how how nice it is and how it would have helped this team if you have a kicker that's just auto automatic, like Ohio State's guy, you know, and Michigan's guy. Yeah, yeah, both those guys yeah. automatic, just automatic from forty five in. Man, it changes things, right? Your red zone look can look a lot better. Right, but it was like that for a long time here. Like we have seen that. I know Alex Henry made everything you looked at. You know, that was exciting. He was kind of a, he was kind of an exciting. You kicker. get excited when he went on the field. Yeah. Like, all right, let's let's see a long one here. Yeah. Let's, let's how how accurate can this kick be? Is it right down the middle or just a foot off? You know. Yeah, and and they had that Nebraska had that long line of punters. Yeah, so Sam Cook, Kyle Larson, Sam Foltz, Sam Foltz. Yeah, I, I always tell that story of. When Sam was here kicking for Mike Riley and they had those night practices, you know, they'd have night practices. Remember that under oh, yeah, Riley? Yeah. And I would watch Fult and I'd, I'd just be spellbound because he'd kick, he'd, he'd boot the ball, punt the ball so high that it would go over the lights and you couldn't see it. I was like, man, he punted that one so high that it, it got lost. It I never mean, came down. Boomers. I mean, he just boom them. You need that. Let's get a call from Dane on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Dane, you're on early break. Go ahead. Morning, fellas. Hey, turn Dane. On the, turn on the radio this morning, and it feels like I'm listening to the same thing I did this time last year, except we're in a worse position in special teams. Yeah, yeah, was, uh, to a degree, yes. Yes. But, like, like all off-season this year, Sip, like we heard you talk about they need to do something about special teams. Mm-hmm. They literally did nothing, and we're in the same boat as we were last year. I just, I have no faith in this coaching staff thinking that they're going to get the special teams side of this ball right. Well, I think they turned up the emphasis, Dane. I do. They, they well, I know they did. They did turn up the emphasis. There were parts of it that were better, 
they they had a stretch a few games where it was it was acceptable special teams and then they kind of reverted late in the season again but they, they I know they turned up the emphasis Dane well, I mean, hopefully something changes here in this next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I keep hearing, you know, with these new hires, everybody's like, well, maybe we need to give them even more time. But good Lord, how many, how many years does it take to get your guys on a team and, you know, unity of purpose and everyone's playing for the same goal? So I got you. That's all I have. Thanks yeah. for the call, Dane. Yeah. Um, they got to get it going. They got to get it going pretty fast this year, I think. And – and special teams has got to be a part of that. Should be noted, Nebraska did add a commit from Charlie Weinrich, who was, I think, a five, four or five-star kicker from Kansas this week. Mm-hmm. So that kind of went under the radar. But that's It did go under that's the a, radar. That's a, you know, it's a big piece. Obviously, if he's good, yeah. he had a 57-yard field goal uh, state record in Kansas this year, too. I'm sorry, 57? He, he hit a state record 57-yard field goal in September this year that's for, good. in Kansas. So, yeah, I mean, I... From and, Leewood, and Dane, Kansas. And, they're they're... they're they have to determine how they're going to handle that position on the staff. That's the next. That's the final big move, really, and we should find that out soon enough. Um, but I, I mean, they did try to emphasize it more for sure. But you know, and a lot of it was the specialists let them down, right, Jake? Wouldn't you agree with that? Yep. The the, the punter punting against the wrong Mich- direction or just shanking a punt in general against Michigan State was the was the big one. And then, you know, Connor Culp just had sort of a nightmare season, yep. right? Just had a nightmare season. Just lost it. Yep. It was, hor- it was sort of hard to watch. That happened. The the return men not just didn't – I mean, they smoothed out the punt return, right? They smoothed it out. It, there was, it wasn't a debacle. For, well, they didn't for, do anything still. No, they didn't do anything, not really. But it, it wasn't a debacle. Well, you, it was the first game against right. Illinois where That's what I'm saying. Cam Taylor-Britt threw the ball They forward. smoothed it out. Yeah, it got better for a while. Literally, when the other team punted, there was a portion of the season early where you would literally hold your breath. Please catch the ball cleanly. Right. And then when nothing horrific happened, you thought, okay, well they got through that. It's it's it incredible. Can, it can't be that way. If you watched, I, I mean, I noticed watching Alabama, the Crimson Tide, the best team in the country. I, I, you watch, you see them, Harrison. They're amazing, right? Um. I watched them, and I watch you know I watched them field punts, and it's nothing. They just field a punt, okay? It's it's not a big deal. They just a guy goes back and catches the punt and runs forward. It doesn't even he look gets hard. Fifteen yards. Yeah, it doesn't look difficult. Well, see for even Charlie Jones in Iowa. Yeah, less talent at that school, and he still gets fifteen yards right. return. Yeah, I mean it doesn't have to be something you hold your breath and hope to God nothing crazy happens, right? <laughs> It doesn't have we to be that way. We are scarred. Here. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. We are just a tortured, scarred fan base. The fact that we have to hold our breath, bite our fingernails, to hope a punt is just caught cleanly. Yeah. How sad is that? Well, it's got to get it better. It is sad. It's got to get better. The answer is it's very sad. <laughs> Kick returns. Well, I mean, same thing. You know, nothing going there. Just, just fair catch it, please. Let's see what Jason says. Well, we have yeah, some time. Before we get to the game show. Jason, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. I just wanted to make a quick comment on you were talking about uh, when Turney hit that pump the wrong direction. Yes. Uh, that was uh, Ross Post commented that Turney had a left. I'm sorry? He had two returners on the field. Ross Eld, uh, a special team guy for Purdue, said that 
attorney had a tendency to kick to the left. Okay. So Frost kicks uh, punt coverage to the right. Ells knew that was a possibility. Uh, all right, Chase. We have a tough time there. I, I got the gist there, though. Okay. Um, the gist was well, they they called the wrong side for Cherney. They said he has a yes. tendency to kick left. If you're going to go to it, go to the side he kicks better to. Yes. Right. Yeah. If you're going to set the return, then let's go that way instead of the one he struggles to kick it right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, that was Jason. Yeah, Jason, sorry. We had we had to. You know, yeah, there couldn't was hear a you. little bit of a wind issue, wind tunnel or something going on there. Yeah, but thank you for the call. Ah, well, Jake. This is all, it's all interesting. Um, Frosty's got to get it going. I, I always talk about American made. He's got to get that plane over the tree line and he's, he's it's weighted down. Um, but you know, we're all going to see if he can get that plane up and over and into the sky and flying off. There is another Barry seal reference every day on this show. American made, <laughs> they should be paid you some sort of stipend for that. No, no, there's, I, they don't have to. I just, I just to plug appreciate American the sheer enjoyment of being able to see that movie. Well, you sure you can watch it more in the off season, <laughs> can't you? The off season's here. Yeah. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at four six four five six eight five. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today is a film Friday. Today's topic sip is Bruce Willis. Do you think you know your Bruce Willis movies? Uh, no, not really. I do like Bruce Willis, though. Well, good. He's not in my top seven-ish, but I'd say he's top 15 actors. Well, let's give give us a call right now. 464-5685. Shut up, simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, simple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the dick down, Sip and Trivia. You like Bruce Willis, but you don't feel great about the trivia? That's a good assessment. Yeah, thank you, Jake. That was a good nutshell. That was a good nutshell assessment. Dave. Dave, how do you feel about Bruce Willis movies? Ooh, kind of hit or miss. Hit or miss. Hit Dave or miss. Says. Jamal Lord, hit or miss. Wow. Wow. Um, right. Listen, um, I'm kind of that way too, Dave. But thank you for calling. Um, what am I this week? Two, two and two. two. Okay, I always have a winning week. Let's go. It's for the winning week. Yeah. All right, Dave, first question goes to you. In what 1998 movie does Bruce Willis star with Billy Bob Thornton and Ben Affleck as a misfit team of deep core drillers who are recruited by NASA to save the planet from an asteroid the size of Texas. This one I know. This is Armageddon. Armageddon is correct. Would you have had that one, Sim? No, no. On Film Friday, I almost actually root for my opponent a little bit, so it's just not a debacle of a segment because because I tend to make it a debacle. How about okay, that for well, raw honesty? Well, that's fine. You give away bagels on Friday. It's your very <laughs> kind soul. All right, this is for the tie, Sip. Here's your first question. In what 2000 movie does Bruce Willis star as a famous gangster who moves in next door to a struggling dentist, played by Matthew Perry? Famous gangster moves in next door to a struggling dentist. That person's played by Matthew Perry. What is that movie? Um, drill down on me. <laughs> 
started the horns in the middle of your answer. No, it's not whatever you said. Yeah, drill down on me. That's not right. No. Oh, um, amazing. Dave, do you do you want that one or not? No, no, that was the myth. That'd be the whole nine yards. Oh God! I've this never is heard of for it. the win already. All right, Dave, let's do this. <laughs> Just end this misery now for you. Come on, Dave. Lock uh, in. Dave, in what 1999 movie does Bruce Willis star as a disheartened child psychologist who tries to help a frightened Philadelphia boy who communicates with spirits? Uh, the Sixth Sense. Wow. Nice work. And you went down like you expected to sip 2-0. Dave, congrats. We get your bagels. Thanks for calling and call in down the road. Thanks, guys. Thank go. you, Dave. Dave is a winner, and there goes your winning week. Two and three. Yeah. What's well, an upgrade? You were two and one on Wednesday. In, in Schaefer, you lost yesterday. Mm-hmm. And yep. then you, you, know, you lost. Two today. and three. Uh, now, it's the overall is now 35 and 32, and so it's creeping a little closer to 500 than I would like, so I need a big week. Does that mean you lock in on Monday, then? I was locked in all week this week. I was. I'll lock in Monday. Yeah. Good job. Hey, excellent job by Dave. Do you want your last question? <laughs> yes. I, I give us about a 1% chance of getting right. Okay. Maybe that's high. Yeah. <laughs> so use that to your advantage to prove me wrong. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. In what 2003 movie does Bruce Willis star as a special ops commander who leads his team into the Nigerian jungle to rescue a doctor who will only join them if they agree to save 70 refugees also? Oh, man. I... Is that a common... Is that like a I, movie I've, I've heard of this know? movie. Have you? Yeah. I don't know. Just tell me. Tears of the Sun. No, no. That, I wonder what percentage of the populace would get that. I would say. Texters, it. have you heard of Tears of the Sun? Corey, please. Corey. Yeah, Corey's our, our movie guy. Corey, our movie guy. Just text Jake on the text line. What percent of the population would get that movie? Okay. Based hey, Corey, on Jake's description yep. i'm gonna set it at seven percent seven percent seven percent of the population okay. i'm curious i don't i don't know the answer seven percent might be a little bit uh high, high? yeah okay uh, it might well, be a little bit aggressive you can we redeem yourself here harrison did you know that no no harrison would not maybe uh, you're pretty good at ages usually so the yeah. tiebreaker is always usually an age okay. how, how old is bruce willis yeah he's definitely older than me right i'm 55 i'm not gonna tell you okay bruce willis is 67 oh oh they got on the dot. 67 66 is how oh, old he is whoa yeah. whoa really you, you are you are good with good ages, ages you yeah. do well with yeah. ages i'm there. sort of fixated on ages as you've probably <laughs> yeah, noticed yeah my colleagues aging gracefully. My colleagues notice that a lot. I put it in my columns what the ages are. I think that's just a standard thing that people want to know. Something right? you do. Yeah. Well, it's, don't you think people want to generally know? Yeah. For context, you know, I think that's for, probably a good description. Yeah. I think people want to know ages. It's context, and I think it's important. I'm not sure we we, we know why we want to know it, but we just want to know it. Yeah. Usually, in about any situation, you kind of want to know it, right? Yeah. Feels like that. All right, we'll bring Happer in for the spillover to close things out next on Early Break on the Ticket.